Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Uh, Yes, sir. Hello. Hi. (laughs) How's your week been? Oh, it's been dandy. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. So I had more car trouble, which is fantastic. It's just my never end, it's just my never ending circle of life, I guess. Apparently. Uh, this time it was my water pump. So I was out and it started overheating and yeah. <laughs> Uh, other than that, it was good. I mean, it, it was an easy fix. Uh, Unless you were to leave it and not uh, not get it fixed. Exactly. Then that would have turned into a whole lot more issues. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I got that fixed. Uh, and anything else happened this week? Not that I can think of. I did get, I did get to watch something. What was that? I went to the theater and I watched Vengeance. How was that? It was it wasn't as funny as I expected it to be. Um I also didn't expect to really think. Like it like like not only is it funny, but it gives you something to think about. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's kind of like it's I without giving anything away. It is kind of like BJ Novak, his character in the movie. He he's like a podcaster, and and who would want to do that? Right, so exactly. It's like it's not like we have anything to go. Thank. <laughs> so it's right in in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Uh, it, it kind of delves into like the whole, like social media is hurting our youth and all this and that, just everybody's stuck into their phones and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it, it kind of delves into that a little bit and makes you think. Um, and if you're watching it, it is super cringy. Oh no. Super, super cringy. And in a funny way, because bj novak in the movie he is from new york and he's sent to texas well he yeah he, he sent to texas where it is good all americana and mm-hmm. it is a culture shock definitely and just him trying to fit his new york persona in into a texas persona is just it's so cringy but it's funny and i recommend it (laughs) if you like that kind of comedy right if if you like that kind of comedy um it's not for everybody but i mean if you like stuff like that then definitely i would check it out nice yeah how about you did you watch anything this week and do anything fun uh i i did watch something old Okay. Uh, mainly because I actually hadn't ever had a chance to watch it, even though the uh, the first one of this uh, duology of movies is one of my favorite movies. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see if you can get it from this uh, from this quote 
Okay. This is tied for the most terrifying day of my life. Tied with what? Every other freaking day of my life. Uh, oh, uh... Like sawing Scoob? Oh. <laughs> Did you watch Monster... Uh, was it the first one or the second? Second one. Nice. Yeah, first, the first one is amazing. I love the first one. Mm-hmm. Second one was uh, not not necessarily the same quality. I don't I don't believe. But I can give it. I can give credit where credits due. That they kind of were trying to do like an old fashioned like Scooby Doo episode in it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I can appreciate. And I liked the old ghosts coming back. Oh yeah, I, I didn't say it was bad. I just yeah. said it wasn't up to the. It, up to the bar that the first one had set. Oh yeah, the the first one it is a classic for sure. Mhm. Mm Absolutely. But yeah, no, I you know, it's another one of those that was like, you know, late at night, I was just kind of like, uh, not really mm -hmm. tired. Mhm. Mm I just need to kind of, you know, sit and turn my brain off here. So, okay. Scooby Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Got it. <laughs> I don't remember did, did everybody from the original come back? Uh, not Scrappy. Um, well, on terms of the, of the, like, original yeah. group from the first yep. movie, okay. Matthew Lillard was there, yep. Linda Cardellini was there, Freddie Prince Jr., Michelle Geller. I forgot. Sarah Michelle Geller, I sorry. I Blech. forgot about Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> I mean, how can you? She's, she's married to Freddie Prince Jr. The, I know, I know. <laughs> I just always forget that she was in it for some reason. It's Buffy, man, come on. It is. I never really got into Buffy. Yeah, yeah. No, that uh, wasn't necessarily my uh, my cup of tea either. Mm -hmm. But it's got good memes. Well, for, well, yeah. Well, memes are the memes are life. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So there was definitely a lot of a lot of um, laughing mm -hmm. happening when I was watching the movie, which is nice. I I really enjoyed that. Just kind of break from reality and hope mm -hmm. there goes gravity and. <laughs> that was so good <laughs> thank you oh that kills me all right that's good all right <laughs> oh. um but yeah no it was it was, it was nice just kind of you know have have that have that break to just kind of reset you know mm-hmm mm -hmm. everybody needs that every now and again so mm -hmm. so we had that and then other than that i really didn't do too much you know watching of stuff gotcha all right been mainly wor working on a few other things so yeah yeah we'll see how it goes but oh other podcasts no i'm just joking <laughs> you know it <laughs> <laughs> you're cheating on me with another podcast i see how it is <laughs> uh no I, I broke that off long ago only put four episodes out of the other one um <laughs> <laughs> but uh we have a lot to get through today we do so what do you say we uh hop right into some movie news let's hop on all right well first things first it, it was announced uh over the weekend here that we actually have have lost a couple of people uh nichelle nichols and pat carroll have both passed away uh nichelle nichols obviously lieutenant uhura from the star trek franchise no yeah uh but yeah, no, it's it's definitely one of those things where 
if you watched Star Trek growing up or, you know, if your your parents kind of introduced you to Star Trek and you mm-hmm. kind of grew up with that, the original series or any of the original series movies, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, Nichelle Nichols, you know, you've, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a loss. It is. That's super sad. I was never really a big, like, Star Trek fan up until, I would say, Next Generation. That's when I really started. I didn't get into the old series much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just so cheesy. And it's great. <laughs> love well, it. I love cheesy Velveeta goodness. Is that cheesy, though? I mean, it's as cheesy as you can get without... Being cheese? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> Wait a second. It's cheese substitute. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we also lost Pat Carroll, who mm-hmm. for, you know, my generation, and, and well, I guess your generation too, Travis, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, we know her as the voice of Ursula. Yes. In The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's, she's had a very, very long and very kind of illustrious career. Um you know, basically starting starting in 1948. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, was even still doing voices uh, up until 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, she did the voice of Ursula for an episode of the Wonderful, Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. Uh, she was old lady Crowley in Rapunzel's Tangled Adventures in 2017, 2018. Okay. So been doing been doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> and... Uh, I, I did not know this, but apparently, uh, Pat Carroll was Prunella in the 1965 TV movie version of Cinderella, Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. Oh, okay. Which is something that I know, you know, I, I kind of grew up with, you know, with my mom watching it mm-hmm. a lot, you know, getting the, the DVD of that and watching it, that being, you know, one of, one of her favorite ones as far as I can remember. Uh, but okay. <laughs> You know, I just didn't even realize that. But, you know, it was in, on a lot of different TV or, yeah, TV shows. And, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, just kind of got that, you know, new generation defining role as Ursula mm-hmm. in The Little Mermaid. God, I can remember the first time seeing her on screen. Well, Ursula, not Pat Carroll. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she terrified me. I remember, oh. It's one of the first few movies that I can remember actually seeing in theaters being young. Mm-hmm. And yeah, seeing her was terrifying. One thing I forgot as well mm-hmm. is that if you ever watch My Neighbor Totoro, okay, she is the English version voice of Granny. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I really I... need to start getting into Studio Ghibli. <laughs> I completely forgot. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it definitely has done a lot of Disney stuff, whether that's Ursula or uh, kind of like what we were talking about uh, with mm-hmm. Rapunzel, Old Lady Crowley. You know, was also additional voices in a Goofy movie. Oh, Goofy movie. Right, right. I love that so, movie. <laughs> uh, this weekend we've we've lost uh, lost a few a few uh, kind of very notable names out there in Hollywood. It's, it's a sad weekend, but I mean, it kind of was. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I guess it, we just got to keep on going and just keep on keeping on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one that I want to talk about is actually, do you remember the 2018 Tomb Raider movie? 
uh, with Alicia Vilkander, or however you say her name. Yeah. Yes, yes I do. Apparently there was a sequel that was going to be made. Okay. That never was because, well, and never will be, because MGM has lost the rights to Tomb Raider. Oh, I like that movie. I did too. I wanted a sequel. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, like, so I, I watched the movie... Mm-hmm. And then, like, two years later, finally played the games that it's based off of. And I'm still actually going through the games uh, mm-hmm. that it's based off of. And it did take some liberties with the games. Like, taking mm-hmm. stuff from multiple games for the one movie. But at the same time, it also changed up uh, a lot of stuff. Like, honestly, quite a lot of the the story of the video game itself. Like, the... Mm-hmm. I really don't want to say too much because I you know, don't want to spoil anything, mm-hmm. but it, it did change a lot. And I feel like if I had played the game beforehand, I would have been a lot madder than I was. <laughs> okay, sure. But I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I, I did too. I, I was never really like, I, I never really played the Tomb Raider games um, until, until the remakes came out. Or mm-hmm. well, the 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 reimagining of Tomb Raider, and those games were really really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed them. So, and I was happy to see that they were making a movie, and it was it was pretty pretty accurate. I would say. I mean, obvi- obviously, as you said, it takes liberties, but um, it was decent for what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought Alicia Vikander did very well as Laura she Croft. Did. She sure did. Yeah. Like, extremely well. (laughs) But, yeah, they were... MGM had to... uh, Had until May of this year to greenlight a Tomb Raider sequel. Mm -hmm. And they didn't. So, they... uh, The the rights reverted back to the game company. Okay. And then, now they're being... Now there's a bidding war going on. I bet you Netflix will pick it up. (laughs) It's definitely possible that they will. Definitely possible. I could see either Netflix or Amazon picking it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, would you rather see movies or a series? See, that's a good question. Um, I would honestly say a TV show would might do that more justice. Because mm-hmm. then the, the, instead of trying to fit everything into a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour two movie, if they span it out between, you know, well, the first season usually gets about eight episodes, um, I, I, I think it would do it more justice as a TV show instead of a movie. Yeah. Start and end, start and end each episode at a base camp? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be that'd be pretty great. Um, it would be. <laughs> so, yeah, MGM MGM has lost the rights to the Tomb Raider franchise, and I mean they're not doing too hot anyway. So it's like, hmm, okay, right? right. <laughs> uh, you know what is doing well though? What's that? Marvel. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. Uh, <clears throat> so I know last week we talked about the, you know, all of their announcements at. San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. Uh, they actually did announce that, uh, you know, one of the one of the Avengers movies that is coming out, Avengers the Kang Dynasty, mm-hmm. that uh, Destin Daniel Cretton is going to be directing. 
Ah, okay. No, he's, he's the one that directed uh, Shang-Chi. Yes, he did. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. So, but this one's going to be, you know, 2025. So it's got a, it's got a ways. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, in reality, I mean, that's, it may seem like a while, but it'll be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so, I mean, we have I think so we many have, other, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that I'm pretty sure he's going to do at least one more Shang-Chi movie. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, he's got to, right? With how well Shang-Chi did. Oh, of course he has to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as of right now, uh, the Kang Dynasty is going to be coming in May second, twenty twenty-five, and then the Avengers: Secret Wars is going to be November seventh, twenty twenty-five. Wow! So, two Avengers movies in one year. That, okay. So, do you think that that seemed like it's going to be a bit much? A little bit, yeah. Like, I could see one Avengers movie a year, but two. And and especially if there's a lot of stakes, like Endgame, like well, Infinity War and Endgame. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just going to be a lot for fans to take in, right? But I mean, fans seem to like that kind of stuff, and they're glutton for punishment. So, <laughs> I guess let's do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait a second. Where did where did that go? Oh, okay. Never mind. That's right. Sorry, I. Yeah, I, I had something else, but it got locked behind a paywall. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. Goodbye. Um, Aw, stupid paywall. Right. Uh, so, I mean, this is going to be what the fourth, fifth Avengers movie, sixth, uh, fourth, fifth. Yeah, fifth. yeah. Because we had Avengers, we had mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Civil War doesn't count because that was the Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Infinity War, Endgame. So, yeah, that one would make five. That would make the fifth Avengers movie. Well, fifth and sixth. Mm-hmm. All right, because of Secret Wars, yeah. Yes, yep. Which which means that, uh, I mean, there's other there's other franchises that are kind of trying to catch up to them, like uh, Creed. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, going over to Creed 3, apparently has been shifted back in its release date. It okay. was supposed to be released November 23rd. It is mm-hmm. now going to be released March 3rd. Oh, so not holiday season. Okay. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. All right. Which, oh, yeah, this is this is MGM as well. So, mm-hmm. but apparently they are, they want to have it go against Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. <laughs> oh, that movie just looks so ridiculous, but it looks good. <laughs> It does. It does. Uh, so this is going to be the first, you know, quote unquote, Rocky movie without mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone. That'll be weird, but okay. Uh, apparently, Sylvester Stallone is not very happy with the producers of the Rocky franchise. Really? Why is that? Uh, well, let's let's go ahead and uh, talk about our next, you know, spin off into this next news story here. Okay. Which is coincidentally about a Rocky and Creed spinoff called Drago. Okay. Apparently MGM is setting up to make another spinoff mm-hmm. about the Drago family. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, it's apparently Sylvester Stallone had nothing to do with it and had no knowledge that it was even happening, which... Uh, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren had no idea about. He thought that uh, Sylvester Stallone 
was in on it and you know was part of the entire thing mm-hmm. and so he put out something saying like you know i've already talked to him but you know thank you everybody for for bringing it to my attention that he didn't know and you know everything is still good we're we're still good uh and we're just kind of going from there okay so are they gonna be getting the kid who played him in creed 2 i guess he's not really a kid anymore but yeah as as far as i know florian uh montanu okay should be returning i believe unless he uh unless he is you know filming shang chi 2 at the time who knows oh true true right <laughs> but yeah no apparently sylvester stallone uh put out an instagram post and then deleted it later mm-hmm. uh talking about the producers uh erwin winkler and his son david winkler okay. where he called david winkler painfully untalented uh oh, and his oh. father erwin the remarkably untalented and parasitical producer of rocky and creed Ooh, some heat. Okay. Yeah. So Ooh. Sylvester Stallone has, uh, oh, what did they say? He has, he has zero ownership of Rocky. Okay. And, you know, basically said in, in this now deleted post that he would really like to have at least a little of what's left of my rights back before passing it on to only your children, uh, to Erwin, we- Erwin Winkler. I mean, you would think that... They would want Sylvester to have some sort of input. I mean, especially with like the Rocky series being like what it is. It's super popular. Creed well, I mean, he wrote super the original well. one, and he wrote the original one. Like, yeah. So you would think that that they would want him to kind of have his input, but obviously they think that they can do it on their own, and uh, obvi- And then if it's not good they're going to kick themselves mm-hmm. so basically what it's what they're what they're saying here is that stallone was never written into the rocky ownership and was unsuccessful pushing for the rights later into his and the franchise's career mm-hmm. uh, he made an effort to gain ownership after rocky 2 and 3 made even larger dividends than the first film but was shot down by his attorney who insisted that the studio would deny stallone any rights and so mm. since he was preoccupied with other things and was in a pretty weak position to say anything, quote unquote, he refrained from pushing the matter at the time. Wow. Well, it sounds like Sylvester will be getting into his own boxing match with uh, MGM. <laughs> yeah. So just to throw this out there, too, apparently after like Rocky Four and stuff, mm-hmm. he said, does it bother you guys that I've written every word? I've choreographed it. I've been loyal to you. I've promoted it, directed it, and I don't have one percent that I could leave for my children. And the quote was, "You got paid," and that was the end of the conversation. Oh, that's not good. Ooh, putting salt in the wound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well, now that kind of makes me not want to go and watch another Creed movie. <laughs> A little bit, but you know, we'll we'll have to see how it all goes, right? Uh, I guess. Yeah, we'll just have to. <sighs> extract it from our minds. Yeah, we'll have to do that too. Um, <laughs> Segway. <laughs> to Extraction 2. Uh, this is that uh, Netflix film with mm. uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. And that was, uh, it was directed by, I can never remember his name. One second, let mm-hmm. me look it up one more time here. Sam Hargrave. Okay, yep. 
Uh, I mean, so I know we've talked about it before, but Sam Hargrave has actually started off his career as a stuntman. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's a lot of, like, camera stuff done in extraction that he was behind the camera or, like, holding the camera and doing a lot of stuff, like, riding on the hood of a car and then sliding off as it stopped, you know, to get the shot that he wanted. Jeez. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, they're going to be making an extraction, or they are making an extraction, too. We've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. They've wrapped up filming back in April, and it is now set to release on netflix in 2023 oh wow okay so we still got a little bit to go they don't have an exact date but they just have Mm -hmm. 2023 okay so no use waiting for the rest of this year right (laughs) i'm i really want to watch that i i haven't seen the first one so i've Uh, I've seen bits and pieces it is Mm -hmm. it is brutal um but it's pretty good i enjoyed it from what i saw of it okay well i like brutal so Let's bring it on. Alrighty. Well, that actually brings us to the end of our movie news specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and bringing us into our trailers, which means you should visit us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash movies are thing. We also are on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At movies are a thing. Come on by and say hi. Please do. We would love <laughs> oh, to hear no. from every last one of you. <laughs> yes. Now on to our first trailer is one that we've been kind of waiting for and hoping Mm -hmm. for and expecting. And that is the Pinocchio trailer from Guillermo del Toro. Eh, it's just eh to me. Really? Yeah. Any reason? Uh, it just... You hate movies? I got it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know it. I hate movies. (laughs) Um, it just... I, I, I don't know. It just, like... With so, what I don't get is why movie companies decide to try and release the same things around each other. Like, we, we have the Guillermo del Toro version of Pinocchio, and then we're gonna also have um, the one from Disney with Tom Hanks mm-hmm. being made by Robert Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. And well, I, mean, I know that that they are completely like different versions of them, but I just don't understand the why they do the saturation of one property. So, I know the Guillermo del Toro one has been basically in the works for the better part of a decade, if not longer. Mm-hmm. And Disney has just been going through and remaking all of their stuff anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just kind of. You know, they kind of heard that this might be in the pipeline a little bit later, so they decided to, you know, mm-hmm. put Pinocchio, their Pinocchio, up there or what. But at the same time, you know, you you look at kind of to your point, movies being released around the same time that have a lot of the same kind of premise. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Armageddon and you look at Deep Impact. You look at Volcano and Dante's Peak. You know, you look at. Uh, a bug's life and ants. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, they could be basically based off of the same spec script. Mm-hmm. You know, so people are kind of shopping around. Hey, what if you know an ant fights against you know other bugs to try to save the colony? Mm-hmm. You know, or what if a giant meteor comes and strikes the earth? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and they try they try to stop it before it does that. Or, you know, 
what if there's uh, an undersea lab and a giant shark comes in and attacks it? You know, it uh, it all happens <laughs> yeah. around the same time. Uh, That's true. And so, if they they go and bring it to like these different studios, the studios might not buy that that spec script, mm-hmm. but they might kind of be like, ah, well, I I have a bright idea. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, let me just find my notes that I had from that meeting, and this will be the first time that anybody has ever said anything like this. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> You know, it could be something like that, or, mm-hmm. um, I mean, just like I said, you know, different things happening can have, some people have the same kind of, you know, thoughts, and it's, I don't know, I don't know, it's, it's this whole thing, but you look at it, again, with, like, Despicable Me and Megamind, what if the bad guy wins? Mm-hmm. You know, it's... That's true, yeah. Now, I do say that I do give this movie a lot of grief, but I am going to watch it because of Guillermo del Toro. Yes. I respect him enough that I'm going to give this a shot. Because mm-hmm. it might blow me away. And it's stop motion. Exactly. And it looks really good. Mm-hmm. You just said it didn't. What's up with that? It, 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 I, <laughs> it does look good, but I just didn't... I, don't under, I didn't understand why movie companies are like oh yeah let's try and release the same thing around like six months to a year later from each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, like it, it, it just never make makes sense to me but it's all about that money it's all about the money it's all about the spec scripts that are being shopped around and you know yeah basically if you know companies have writers write script based off of those ideas mm-hmm. and multiple companies be like hey <laughs> i just got out of this meeting for the spec script, but I have a brilliant idea that is all mine. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just kind of one of those things. Very true. Very true. I guess I'm just a little blonde. <sighs> Why don't you just Marilyn Monroe your way down the stream here, quick? Okay, Mister President. <laughs> <laughs> so our next trailer. <laughs> is for Blonde, uh, which is the Marilyn Monroe movie that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Armas is great. Yeah, isn't she? She like, spot on. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, my goodness. And, like, okay, you do hear her accent. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like she does so well with not even, like, hiding it, but, like, becoming Marilyn Monroe if Marilyn Monroe had a little bit of an accent that mm. it never bothered me no not at all it, just, it, it as soon as she comes on screen you are just glued to it right um and so i mean basically this trailer kind of gives us a little bit more of an idea of what the movie will be like but it doesn't actually give like anything away which mm-hmm. i love thank you yeah, we don't get enough of that in trailers nowadays because they like to show everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I mean, basically, it... Well, I mean, you can tell that it, it's going to be about her very, very tragic life, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of how she came to resent the persona of Marilyn Monroe. I, I love that part in the trailer when she's talking about that. How, mm-hmm. like, I'm not... I, I'm this person, but I don't... I don't like being Marilyn or I'm not I, I am it takes a lot to be Marilyn 
and Ellis and that when I'm really this person in real life and it's just a persona is just, just mm. gave me chills and I'm so excited to see this. Yeah. When I, when I walk out of the dressing room, I'm still Norma Jean Baker, but yep. yeah, I, I hate, or I don't like acting opposite Marilyn and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, Oh man, my heart. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Like you just, you feel for her, which is, you know, what the movie's supposed to make you do, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a great trailer. Doesn't really give anything away. I'm excited for this movie. I am too, and I'm also excited at the. F- okay, so this might sound very bad, but I'm I'm intrigued that this is NC-17. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I want to know what what like what is classifying it to be nc-17 besides obviously nudity which i'm sure there's gonna be plenty of that but that's besides the point right right i don't know we'll have to we'll have to see we'll find i mean it's it's not going to be too much longer because what like october november when it comes out uh i do not remember or something like that it was something like that i believe uh september 23rd Okay. So, I mean, we don't have much longer to wait anyways. No. No, not at all. We'll see how it all goes. Sounds good. Uh, which brings us to our next trailer, which is mm-hmm. Pearl. Uh, I'm not sure what to make of this one. This one is an A24 movie. As it, it's going to be horror. <laughs> well, it is, it, it's a prequel to a movie that came out just in 2022 with X. Oh, okay which I never got the chance to see. Um, I want to. So mm-hmm. I believe it, it, it. it's an origin story to what happened in the first movie. See, I was very confused. <laughs> like, very confused. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, isn't it Pearl an X movie or like an X story or something like that in the title? Uh, or, or was it just Pearl? It's just Pearl just pearl okay yep okay and so yeah x 2022 maxine slash pearl mm-hmm. and now pearl as pearl it's definitely horror um it's gonna be bloody <laughs> yes um just that scene in the trailer when that person explodes is like whoa it was it was just a split second but it's still just like oh okay yeah like a oh, whole wow and then yeah, it's just it, like you see red <laughs> yeah and so the the person playing pearl is mia goth mm-hmm who was also in Suspiria as Sarah. Oh, that's right. I wanted to see that remake. Very strange. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. No, it, it it looks very intense. That's all I, that's all I can really say. It does. It does. And I'm going to I'm going to have to watch that first one so that I can see this cuz I I definitely am intrigued and want to see it. Mhm. Mhm. Uh which going into our next one is something that i want to see as well mm-hmm. not pearl this next one oppenheimer I... yes <laughs> so we have killian murphy as oppenheimer mm-hmm. we have this whole other cast they've released an announcement trailer that is as of recording this currently still running and if you watch it it's counting down every time it goes through the trailer like it's just playing on a constant loop mm-hmm but there's a countdown timer in the trailer that is counting down every time it goes through the loop. It's shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. 
And so like right now it's still sitting at like 11 months, some days, 10 hours and some odd minutes or whatever. And uh, yeah, I am yeah. ready for this. And I hope I hope that that one scene that we really get to see that it's going to be all in black and white because that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm kind of hoping for that, too. Not going to lie. Because that made me super happy seeing that. I was like, oh, are they going to actually do this all in black and white? Because that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, they had they had some stuff in color. Oh, right. Which, I mean, would make sense that that stuff is in color. Mm-hmm. But yes, the rest of the film being in black, looking like it's going to be in black and white is just fantastic. Love it. Or even just like a few hints of color here and there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would just be, oh, oh I, I, I cannot wait for this. This is my like most hyped Christopher Nolan movie I could think of. <laughs> so when you say pops of color, are you thinking more Pleasantville or Schindler's List? Oh, Schindler's List. I mean, the pops of color in Schindler's List are sad. Mm-hmm. P- Pleasantville was just a gradual of it. Um, ooh, that's a good question. Fire! A fire? Cat! Oh, oh, oh. God, I haven't seen Pleasantville in forever. Um, th- th- I would say probably Schindler's List. Because okay. I feel like it would be like... The, the, the movie would be black and white but then like if there were explosions maybe have that in color right right have the like have the symbolize. bomb going off being yeah. in color would definitely kind of have an emotional weight to it exactly because then it'd be like you know like the changing of the guard and like oh man we're gonna like this is gonna win the war mm-hmm. sort of situation that would just i i don't know why i'm th- thinking artsy fartsy right now but that would just be cool <laughs> absolutely i mean it would like i said it would bring just this crazy you know kind of emotion to the to the scene to the movie mm-hmm. itself mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see how they how they kind of go about this yes definitely i'm super excited to see what christopher nolan has up his sleeve yeah oh absolutely what about uh what sly stallone has up his, has up his sleeve <laughs> i I think this looks good too. Yeah. Our next trailer is Samaritan, uh, which looks like it's going to be coming to Amazon video or prime video, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, uh, where Sylvester Stallone is a retired superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, somebody finds out who he is and then other people come and try to kill him. Mm-hmm. It's that tell just, it's the tale to- as all this time. Mm-hmm. True mm-hmm. as it can be. <laughs> but it looks good i like sylvester stallone i mean mm-hmm. he's he, i mean i'm glad that he's kind of he still has his rocky and rambo um legacy to live off of but i'm glad that he can like branch out and do kind of the more spectacular side of things as him being a superhero right no absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. It's and great not to just, see. yeah, and not just like Judge Dredd. <laughs> <laughs> the law, the law. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, th- this looks like a lot of fun, and I, uh, yeah, it looks, it looks fun. I look absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, going from from superheroes to uh, war heroes, 
Uh, our next trailer is Devotion, which talks about uh, some World War Two or not World War Two, sorry, Korean War uh, naval aviators. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in particular, I, I believe one of the first black naval aviators, at least within that company, mm-hmm. uh, who was very instrumental in in the war itself. Okay, all right. And I think this is actually the the second trailer that we've had. I think yeah, we had I remember before. us talking about it not that long ago. Because I believe I made the comparison of... Uh, um, so I believe we talked about Around when Maverick, when Top Gun Maverick came out. I so believe I, so, because I think we were talking about Glenn Powell. Yes. As Lieutenant Jake Hangman uh, Saracen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's in Devotion as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so from what we've seen from this movie... It looks good. I mean, it, it it's got the drama. It's got the action. It's got the, you know, it's got the war background. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking it looks pretty good. It does. I am looking forward to seeing this one. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this next one that we have, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it is the trailer for Spirit Halloween. Okay, so, like, uh, I was not expecting this to be, like, a kid's movie, like, kid's horror. I was halfway expecting, like, they were going to be ridiculous and it was going to be, like, a blood fest. And it is not going to be that way. It is definitely, like, Nickelodeon horror. (laughs) Somebody somebody said uh, it looks like a feature length are you afraid of the dark episode it does <laughs> which is not and a bad thing it's not no you know you you want you want you know the next generation to get into horror movies mm-hmm. and you know there are some kids that you kind of have to ease into uh mm-hmm. you know have them kind of ease into the horror genre and this seems like it would probably be a good good kind of uh start mm-hmm as long as long as they don't take themselves seriously mm. and they know it's campy and they excel upon that that just makes it all the better because then the audience can actually you know sit back and kind of enjoy it without it trying to be serious yeah yeah and so i mean basically it's uh a spirit halloween is in a you know it the pop-up store is in an old oh it's an old toys r us oh. and oh, toys r us. Uh, yeah. basically what it looks like is that way back in the day uh somebody had died on the land uh while being cursed mm-hmm. and so his spirit remains on that land which then the mall was built around and the toys r us was built and closed and spirit halloween popped up in there mm-hmm. and then right around for one hour every Halloween, the spirits can come back and possess whatever is around them. For an hour? Oh, For an hour. Convenient. Okay. That, at least that's what they said in the movie, or in the trailer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, it, it definitely looks like it's gonna go, going to be a more kid-friendly kind of horror movie. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you know, some kids would enjoy horror a little bit more than others. Sure. Some kids don't enjoy or, uh, horror movies at all. <laughs> me and <laughs> you know probably wouldn't uh wouldn't like to go to this movie when they were you know 12 13 9 10 whatever okay 
question for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, before your instance that you told me about uh, about the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, did you like horror movies before that? No. No. Okay. So you were just like never a horror person at all or like scarier, scarier things? Correct. Okay. All right. That's fair. Me and horror do not get along. While little me, or well, young me at the time, when I, at a young age, my mom showed me Ghostbusters and <laughs> Beetlejuice and little monsters and and that that's what shaped me into the horror okay. fan that I am today. <laughs> okay, okay, so like horror comedy mm-hmm. is like its own genre. It's not horror, but I mean. It is, but it isn't. Like, it, it's it got both elements in it. And if done right, like, combine into an amalgamation that is completely different from both. Okay. So then, question. Have you seen Ernest Scared Stupid? Uh, a long time ago, I saw parts of it, and then I ran away. Okay. Um, I think, I think Large Marge got me. No, that's Large Pee-wee. Marge. Yeah, that's Pee Wee. <laughs> Ernest scared stupid. When he's uh, uh, with the troll. Oh, yeah, I still ran away. Oh. <laughs> I ran away screaming, Eww. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. All right. <laughs> oh, Jim Varney. Uh, will be missed. He will. But, Man, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, Spirit Halloween. Looks like it could be fun for the kiddos that like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe check out the trailer. It's horror light. And, uh, yeah, it'd be a good introduction. Definitely. Or even something for you to watch. Oh, that's okay. It's blood light. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just that just that just reminded me of the Brian Regan joke, and I I had to I had to yeah Brian Regan yes mm-hmm. fantastic, but that that leads us to our last trailer of the day, mm-hmm. which is another movie I will not be seeing. So weird. <laughs> it's for I came by. Uh, basically, it looks like there are these people that steal from the rich, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, tag their houses and stuff with a, I came by in spray paint. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of them goes into this judge's house who is on the outside, a very stand up kind of guy mm-hmm. and finds something. We don't know what, but definitely finds something strange. And, uh, yeah, kind of gives us a little suspenseful little trailer. Do you know what this movie reminds me of? Don't breathe. See, I was going to say Disturbia. That too. Slash rear that window. Too. Yes. But I I'm kind I kinda wanna know what uh what that person has hiding. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it uh that's a good question. It is a good question. And uh I aim to have those things answered and then I can talk about it here. There you go. Because I know you're not gonna watch it. Nope. <laughs> nope. Now, would you even classify that as horror, though? You know what? Maybe. I, I guess that's, that's more of a maybe. And I only say that because if it is like a, a suspense thriller kind of 
mm-hmm. Hitchcockian movie, then you could do it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I loved, you know, like to be cliche here, I loved <laughs> Psycho. You know, okay. I loved Rear Window. Rear Window was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, North by Northwest, pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, Vertigo. Vertigo. Great movie. It is, yes. Um, but, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of one of the reasons I ended up watching Disturbia, is because I had seen Rear Window mm-hmm. in one of my high school classes where we watched movies all day. Okay. And it was great because it was right away in the morning. 7.30 in the morning, first class of the day. Hey, we're watching a movie. Thank you. But I'm surprised that you watched Disturbia because that one is more traditional horror than Rear Window was. It was, which is why I've only watched it once. Okay. Uh, but it had a lot going for it for me. You know, being kind of the a similar premise to Rear, win, win, yeah, rear Window. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having Shia LaBeouf in his heyday. Having, uh, uh, oh, why can I not remember his name? Are you talking about the, uh, the neighbor, David Morris? David Morris. Yep. David Morris is in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss. That's right. She was the mom, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, oh, Viola Davis was in there too as a detective. Oh, was she? Okay. Yeah. And who was his, his love interest? Sarah Romer. Sarah Romer, okay. And his his buddy Ronnie was Aaron Yu. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sarah Romer hasn't really done too much. Yeah, I was gonna say I I only remember her in that movie, and that's about it. She was in The Grudge too. Was she? Okay. As Lacey, uh, the year before Disturbia. Okay. All right. And then, yeah, nothing nothing really of of note. Okay. Since then. And then Aaron Yu, he was... Uh, I know he was in Friday the 13th, the remake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he was in 21. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I can remember right now. He was also in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, that's another good movie. Michael Sarah and Kat, Kat Dennings. Hmm? I was just thinking of Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, because that's uh, Kat Dennings and Michael Sarah, right? I... Uh believe so yes yes okay and they were on and they're on the search to see this band play mm-hmm. yeah yes uh so <laughs> kind of getting a little off topic there tangents yes i came by <laughs> kind of it did kind of give me disturbia vibes mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll check see it out. we'll see we'll see it all right we'll see most likely i know but we'll see exactly <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But that brings us to our first movie of the night that is being uh-huh. premiering this week. There we go. The first movie that is being premiering, that it will be, be showing premiering at some point. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I English good. Um, <laughs> and that first movie is Bullet Train, which is going to be rated R and is going to be a nationwide release. Ladybug is an unlucky assassin determined to do his job peacefully after one too many gigs gone off the rails. Fate, however, may have other plans as Ladybug's latest mission puts him on a collision course with lethal lethal adversaries from around the globe, all with connected yet conflicting objectives on the world's fastest train. IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. Yes, please. This This one looks so good. It does. 
This is the one with Brad Pitt mm-hmm. and Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Uh, where? Wait, wait a second. Sandra Bullock's in it. She's the voice. Did you not recognize her voice? I just I I, I never put two and two together. But now it makes a whole lot more sense that I recognize that voice. Yeah, I mean this is this is the movie that has uh, Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is in it. Michael Shannon mm-hmm. is in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian Tyree Henry is in it. Uh, Masioka is in it. Uh, Hiroyuki, Sina- Hiroyuki Sonata is in it. Mm-hmm. Zazie Beetz is in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is... It, it's. Mm, I'm ready. I want to see it. <laughs> it's going to be a bloody good time. It, it will be. It's being direct. It's directed by David Leach. Okay. So, uh, you know, director of such movies as... John Wick, uh, Atomic Blonde, Deadpool yes. 2, uh, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, that was good. Okay. All right. Celine Dion, Ashes, music yes. video short. Uh, but you have to remember, he's also a, you know, started off life as a stunt double. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For such players as Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Apparently. That's awesome. All right. Uh, let's see here. I'm just seeing if he's he was the stunt double for Jean Claude Van Damme in Replicant. Okay. Uh, stunt double for once again Brad Pitt in Spy Game, and Ocean's Eleven. Oh wow. Okay. So I mean, it looks like he's doubling for Brad Pitt a lot in Troy. Ooh, Troy. Okay. Mister and Mrs. Smith. Okay. But yeah, then he's he's been a stunt coordinator on a ton of movies mm-hmm. before uh, coming in and directing wow well that's awesome i i'm so looking forward to seeing this it looks it looks really good and i mean quite honestly mm-hmm. it does not surprise me like I, I i don't know how i didn't put this together beforehand why i didn't look i think i did but i just don't remember mm-hmm. looking that you know seeing that david leach is the director of it because the aesthetic of it is very much you know kind of John Wick, Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw, Deadpool 2 kind of look to it. Does that make sense? I could see that. I mean, yeah, it it definitely gives off, especially Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of gives that, that kind of that action-y with comedy, um, lighthearted sort of popcorn movie. Yep. And I mean, like, from what we've seen of, you know, the different, like, action beats like going through say a movie like john wick where it's very kind of boom 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 you know just continuous and going mm-hmm. and you know it still has that beat to it mm-hmm. i mean i feel like you can feel that in the trailer for bullet train but we'll have to see with the actual movie definitely should be fun i uh, yeah i will definitely be seeing this this weekend <laughs> and we'll see if uh david leach has a uh, stunt doubled for brad pitt yet again <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, oh no, I lost all my stuff. Where is it? There it is. Okay. And our next movie for the night is Sharp Stick, which is rated R and is going to be a nationwide release. Mm-hmm. Sarah Jo is a sensitive and naive 26-year-old living on the fringes of Hollywood with her disillusioned mother and influencer sister, working as a caregiver and just longing to be seen. She begins an exploratory affair with an, her older, married employer and is thrust into a startling education on sexuality, loss, and power. 
IMDb has this one at a 3.9 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 47%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 51 Well, it makes me feel a little bit better knowing that she's 26 when I thought that she was a teenager in the trailer, and that made me super uncomfortable. (laughs) Right? Ugh. Like, it's just so cringeworthy. So, uh, basically, Christine Froseth is uh, playing the main character. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, man. Oh, Okay. So she played Alaska in the TV miniseries Looking for Alaska, based off of a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't know her from anything else. Okay. Yeah, it's like, I didn't really recognize her. Yeah. And then, I mean, we've got, I believe, written, directed, and starring, or has a place in it, Lena Dunham. Mm-hmm. Has a character in it. Uh, John Bernthal is in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't know, man. This This one definitely isn't for me. <laughs> just gonna throw that out there i get you i get you <laughs> <laughs> uh i would say like part of me is intrigued by it but i don't think i would go to a theater to watch this this is like i have nothing else to watch mm-hmm. or there's nothing else that i want to watch and i'm gonna catch it on streaming right i mean like i feel like if people have seen and liked lena dunham's movies mm-hmm that they would probably, you know, have more of an inclination to go to and enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, like you were saying, girls on HBO, there. Um, That's her most popular work. Yeah, that is, that is her most popular work. Wow, mm-hmm. I thought I thought that there was more because I guess her name has just been kind of pounded into my brain there for a while. Oh sure, but yeah, all because of girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's been a few years. It's been running for a few years, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, had uh, has a new, new movie coming out called Sharp Stick. Okay. Well, if the if the listeners watch it and they want us to let us know, that would be fantastic. Cause... At facebook.com slash movies are thing or on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing no spaces dash slash anything like that at movies are thing. Is that the ones that you're talking about there, Travis? Exactly. You got it, man. Fantastic. <laughs> Our next movie. Easter Sunday, which is rated PG-13 and is going to be a nationwide release. Stand-up comedy sensation Joe Coy stars as a man returning home for an Easter celebration with his uh, riotous, bickering, eating, drinking, laughing, loving family in this love letter to his Filipino-American community. IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. This looks... I want to see this. I like Joe Coy's stand-up. Mm-hmm. And his stand-up centers a lot around his his mom, for sure. And uh, it's just... It's going to be his act coming on screen. And I look forward to it. I think this looks super good. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's rated PG-13, and it's only an hour and 36 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, honestly, that seems like a pretty good... Uh, time frame for a comedy to me personally. Definitely, it's not too long. Um, it just it's right at that sweet spot of it's not too long, but it's also not too short. And it's it's it it's it's a comedy that Joe Coy is familiar with mm-hmm. because it's about his family. Right. So I mean, it's just. He's striking while the iron's hot. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, uh, I mean, this one might be 
something to go see if you uh want a little bit of a break from reality mm-hmm. or just want to laugh there you go there you go perfect <laughs> Alrighty. that leads us to our next movie mm-hmm. nice little 180 here bodies 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 which is rated r and will be a nationwide release when a group of rich 20-somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game goes awry in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing fake friends and one party gone very, very wrong. IMDb has a, does not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 97% and Metacritic is sitting at a 79. I'm going to go broke after this weekend. <laughs> There's a lot of movies coming out this weekend. There is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I yeah. honestly was not expecting this. That it, yeah. just everything lining up. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to see this, are you? Probably not. Yeah. So it looks it looks good. I want to see this. Uh, I like Pete Davidson. Um, I don't remember anybody else being in it that I know besides Pete. Uh, Maria Bakalova. The name sounds familiar. Uh, she was Sandra Jessica Parker said Sagdiev. In Borat's subsequent movie film. Oh, that's right. All right, that's where I recognize her from. Okay. You you have fun with this one. I yeah. I want to see this. I think it looks super funny, and I want to know what's going on. So I will oh, let hey, you know Lee how Pace it is. is also in this one. Oh, that's yes, yes. And as of right now, this is his highest rated movie. Really? <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's rated at a 97, so, <laughs> mm-hmm, on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes. Sure. <laughs> we'll see if that score holds up after the weekend. <laughs> uh, well, let's see here. What else do we have? I'm just looking at certified fresh movies. Uh, Captain Marvel as Ronan. Okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as Ronan the Accuser. Mm-hmm. The Hobbit, D- Desolation of Smaug as Thandruel. Lincoln okay. as Fernando Wood. A Single Man as Grant. Miss Pettigrew lives for a day as Michael. Okay. Yeah, that's the one that they have listed. Okay. Uh, but yes, bodies, bodies, bodies. This is so. This is sitting at a ninety-seven percent, like I said, uh, based mm-hmm. off of thirty-four reviews already on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, that's pretty good. That is, that's the highest that I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Not not doing too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Hopefully, it'll get. Uh, some views by people and we'll make some money and maybe it'll turn into a cult classic there you go there you go just like that cult classic predator yes predator's fantastic (laughs) uh so our next movie that we have that's being released this weekend Mm -hmm. is prey which is rated r and will be released on hulu Set in the Comanche Nation 300 years ago, Prey is the story of a young woman, Naru, a fierce and highly skilled warrior. She has been raised in the shadow of some of the most legendary hunters who roam the Great Plains, so when danger threatens her camp, she sets out to protect her people. The prey she stalks and ultimately confronts turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal, resulting in a vicious and terrifying showdown between the two adversaries. IMDb has this one at a 6.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score. Ah, uh, yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna watch this or no, plan no. to at some point? I, I have I have no uh, want to watch this one. Okay. All right. Well, I guess this is another one that I'll be watching. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and it's on Hulu, so it is. So I get to save a little bit of money. 
Uh, I've been looking forward to, to this since I heard about it, mm-hmm. and I might have to watch both versions because I've heard that they're gonna have like the regular version of it, and then also I want to see the Comanche uh, language version. Okay, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet too. It would be definitely. Um, so apparently, uh, Dan Trachtenberg mm-hmm. has stated that this movie was was supposed to be released in theaters. Okay. But Disney made the decision to put it on to uh, release it on Hulu okay. to kind of test out, you know, how how much interest, you know, there there could be in an, in a movie going straight to the streaming platform, you know, one that's that's shot for the big screen kind of thing. Okay. I guess, I guess interest is not necessarily the the best uh, best way to put that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I guess I closed out of it. Um, but yeah, no, basically I was just kind of reading that, you know, all throughout production, you know, they were, they were making it as if it were going to be released to the, to theaters because that's what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. And then the decision was made to release it, excuse me, release it into streaming just to, to show that streaming is viable, I guess, especially for something like Hulu, which is not necessarily a bigger contender, even though it is under the Disney umbrella. Right. It's just so weird. It's just weird that they're choosing to, to do this with this movie. Mm. Like you would think there would have been like something better to try this out with than Prey, but I'm, I'm guessing it's more that, you know, the last Predator movie did not do all that hot. That's true. Yeah. Um, you know, but there was, there was still hype for this movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, seeing the clips and seeing what was going on with it, there's still that hype. And so instead of kind of being, you know, oh, we'll throw it in your smallest theater, you know, we'll get it out there and it won't make any money, but, you know, we'll still, it'll be a tax write off for us. They right. want to use that, uh, that interest. They want to use that excitement for a new start to the, the Predator franchise mm-hmm. to also basically test out their streaming with hulu okay all right well i certainly hope that this one does well um i have a feeling i'm gonna like this one a lot more than the other sequels because this one kind of brings it back to the original predator when it was more more old school and it was less about the alien tech and it was more like the humans battling um, and the predator hunting, and that's what you want to see is the predator, you know, hunting and trying to do that. And uh, this one kind of brings it back to the roots of the first one with Arnold. Very nice. So I highly look forward to this. I think it looks super. Good. Okay, that works. That works. Yeah. All right. Uh, our next movie. Mm-hmm. There, there's still more movies coming. Our next movie is 13 Lives, which is rated PG-13 and will be released on Prime Video. 13 Lives recounts the incredible true story of the tremendous global effort to rescue a Thai soccer team who became trapped in the Tamlong Cave during an unexpected rainstorm. Faced with insurmountable odds, the team of the world's most skilled and experienced divers, uniquely able to navigate the maze of flooded, narrow cave tunnels, join with Thai forces and more than 10,000 volunteers, to attempt a harrowing rescue of the 12 boys and their coach. With impossibly high stakes and the entire world watching, 
the group embarks on their most challenging dive yet, showcasing the limitlessness of the human spirit in the process. IMDb is sitting at an 8.4 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 88% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at a 66. Looks good. It certainly does. Uh, I guess I remember, I mean, obviously it didn't happen not all that long ago. Mm-hmm. So it's all fresh in our minds. I'm surprised that they're doing a movie about this so soon, but um, I feel like Ron Howard is the best person to do something like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love the cast. I mean, it's got Viggo Mortensen. It's got uh, Joel Edgerton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got um, Viggo Morton. Who's the third person, Travis? There's a few others. All right, this is bad. Please refresh me. <laughs> uh, well, we have uh, Paul Gleason. Okay, yep. Uh, we have Tom Bateman. Okay. Who was, who was Book in Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile. Okay. I'm sure you you know exactly who I'm talking about now because oh, you yeah, love those spot, movies. Spot on. Yep. Uh, and then there's also Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yes. <laughs> who apparently uh, they recreated the caves and mm-hmm. filled them with water for this movie. Okay. And you know, kind of had them go down and in and around the caves and everything like that while they were filled with water. Mm-hmm. And it ended up giving Colin Farrell panic attacks while on set. Really? Yeah. I mean, basically he was saying, you know, you go under the water and, you know, you look up and all you see is, you know, the ceiling. You don't see the surface of the water. There's no air. All you see is the ceiling. And it gave him a panic attack. Ooh. So it was real for him. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because I think he's, is he playing the assistant coach? No. No, I believe he's one of the he's one of the um the rescuers. Okay. Maybe like organizing it. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, no, this one this one mm, it, like you were saying it's a Ron Howard movie, which really confused us as to why it was going to Prime Video. Yeah, that's weird to me. But I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how it goes. Uh like I said this one is coming out this weekend. There's another one coming out this weekend called Cave Rescue. Which is about the same exact thing, uh, but it has a lot of the original people that participated, uh, mm-hmm. and they shot on location that it actually happened. So, this one technically, I think, was released a little while ago, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. This one it did not do well. Here, let me let me read the normal thing. Cave Rescue, which is rated PG-13 and will be a limited release. What's it like to be trapped in a cave for 18 days? How does it feel to be part of one of the biggest rescue missions in history? When rising floodwaters trap a boys' soccer team in a cave system in Thailand, an Irish cave diver, Jim Warney as himself, joins the massive effort to save them. Shot at the original locations and featuring real heroes involved in the rescue, this incredible saga based on true events is as close as you can get to experiencing for yourself the intensity of this inspiring adventure. And let's just say Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb did not have a score for this one, Metacritic did not even have this one listed, and Rotten Tomatoes had a score of 0%. Oh my god. Uh, you told me earlier, but you gotta say what 
what they said about it. Uh, I mean, so this is this is just some of the reviews. Uh, basically, there are so many people, but so few characters. Such a big story with so little feeling. Uh, wow. Let's see here. One person said, ultimately, the film's pacing and style let it down. Uh, barely resembles a movie and has more in common with true crime TV show reenactments. Makes an immense feat look, feel, and seem all too ordinary. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, one could venture the absence of checks and balances allowed this to happen. Tom Waller directed, produced, and co-wrote Cave Rescue. It has Passion Project written all over it. I mean, they're, they're brutal. I mean, I'm more I'm more apt to watch the Ron Howard version than I am to watch Cave Rescue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's another top critic that says Cave Rescue can forever claim to be the first movie made about an unforgettable ordeal, but that's all anyone will ever remember it for. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal, but I mean I yeah, I'm choosing Ron Howard over this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Most For definitely. Sure. So that leads us to our our last movie of the night. Okay. And that is I Love My Dad, which is rated R and is going to have a limited release and it's also going to be released on video on demand and digital. Inspired by James Morosini's true life experience, I Love My Dad follows Chuck, an estranged father who desperately wants to reconnect with his troubled son Franklin. Blocked on social media and concerned for his son's life, Chuck impersonates a waitress online and starts checking in with Franklin. But things begin to spiral when Franklin falls for this imaginary girl and wants nothing more than to meet her in person, as Chuck has inadvertently catfished his own son. IMDb has this one at a 7.2 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 64%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 61. Oh boy. The cringe level is so high on this movie. <laughs> Yes, this is this is going to be incredibly cringe-filled. It sure is. <laughs> so so very much cringe-filled. But I think I like for how cringy it's going to be, I feel like Pat Oswald will he'll make it at least like it, it it may still be cringy, but it'll at least be funny. Mhm. Mhm. So I'm a, I I'm along for it. I think I want to see this. So it like like I said in there, it's inspired by the writer and director's true you know uh, true life experiences, mm-hmm. and he's also the guy who's playing Franklin. Could 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 you imagine something like that happening? No. Like if that happened to you, oh, that would be <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> It'd be so so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so very much. <laughs> Uh, oh man. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to watch this movie because nah, I, I will not you. be able to handle handle the cringe. I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, so, I was just reading some reviews here. Mhm. And I think I told you about this one, but the the top review is actually while it is not for everyone, those who can stomach the admittedly cringy, well, everything about the plot will find much to love. Okay. Cuz like if there's cringe and heart, I mean, that's like a good balance, I would think. Well, yeah. cringe, yeah, cringe, and then um, <laughs> humor and mm-hmm. heart, it all goes together. So it might be enjoyable. It might be. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> or uh, you, you you go ahead. You can you can go ahead and get that. That'd be yeah. Okay. Um, Sounds good. I'll watch I'm, this one too. <laughs> I'm not going to to watch this. That's right. Rachel Dratch is in it too. Oh yeah, yeah, she is. I totally forgot about that. Uh, there might be a lot of cameos in there that we just don't know about. It's possible. Definitely yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. So I'm just looking at the the guy who's wrote, directed, and uh, is starring in the movie. He's playing the the son, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, not really. Okay. I. So we're seeing some fresh faces. I like it. I do not see anything that I recognize him from. Okay. Uh, oh, he was uh, the pizza boy in, oh, a short called Game Night. Sorry. Not the movie Game Night. Okay. All right. Uh, a few TV series cameos here and there. Mm-hmm. Regular on a show on HBO Max called The Sex Lives of College Girls, apparently. Oh, I've heard that show's actually pretty good. Apparently, he's a he's a regular on that one. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, I love my dad. Is the I think his directorial debut, or no, it's not. He did some miniseries and some shorts and stuff. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, I was wrong. I apologize. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that is that is our last movie of the night. Okay. That was a lot of them this week. Whew. There was a ton of movies. So, which ones are you going to go see? Okay, so... I'm for sure watching Prey. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to see Bullet Train. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to see Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, 13 Lives... I, I want to... I, I li- I want to see everything. Except for Cave Rescue? Except for Cave Rescue, yes. Uh, and maybe, I mean, a Sharp Stick, that one, it, 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 it just seems like it might be a little little too weird for me that I might not watch that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I do watch it, it won't be this weekend. It'll be like sometime down the line. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but everything else I definitely want to watch. <laughs> Very nice. Well, like you said, it's it's gonna it's gonna cost a pretty penny this weekend. <laughs> well, I mean, ho- hopefully, uh, I can go check it out during a matinee, maybe, so I can save a little bit. There you go. There you go. Yeah, should be fun weekend. Definitely, or I fun look week, to I guess. It, as long as nothing else goes wrong with my car or anything right. like that. Yeah, that that uh, <sighs> that that could uh, put a little hindrance on things. It might derail. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. Very nice. Cringe. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, uh, Travis. Do you have anything else you would like to say? Um, no, not that I can think of. All right. Well, then make sure you visit us at Facebook or Facebook.com/slash/moviesarething. We are, are we are also on Twitter and Instagram at moviesarething. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At movies are a thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we have that over there. Other than that, I I do believe that it is about that time. Here it comes. Cue the Trump! Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us.
first day of the August. Summer's almost over. You shut your dirty mouth. It's true. I know, I don't want it to be though. It's true. It's not like we have summer vacation anymore, man. That is true. I've been working all summer. Alright. Um, I need to go grab some wata. Okay. And then I will be back. Sounds good. I'll be here. Wata! Thought I heard the cat walk over here, but there was no cat. <laughs> Ghost kitty. Or ninja kitty, if you really want to think about it. <laughs> right? Right? And all of a sudden, I just hear, just hear like the meow. Yep. Just like right there. <laughs> <laughs> just right in your face. Yeah. Oh, where, where did you come from? What the Who's a what's-its? Who's a what's-its? It's like you just hear. Hello and welcome to. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Sorry, my phone kind of went off there. Oh, you're fine. Yes, that is so bad. At. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Goose wanted your attention. <laughs> Apparently. It's not time yet. It, we still got 14 minutes. Sorry, he gets fed at 11. No, gotcha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not that time yet. It's not that time yet. He's like, it's close enough. <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on the clock. Don't you worry. By the way, I might have to pause at 11 if we're not done. Which Sounds we, good. Okay. we won't be, but yeah. I mean, we could be. Who knows? We'll see. We're going to talk for like another 45 minutes, man. Come on. I mean, if we keep going on tangents... <laughs> It's what we do. It is. It, I mean, I guess I didn't realize how many movies are left. But yeah, all right. There's, there's a few. Um, right. So, pray. Whoa. Excuse me. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, so, it... it... Uh, one second. There's not that many... Uh, not that many... Uh, what should we call it? Things. Credit? Uh, pictures. That's the one. Pictures. That's the one I'm looking for is pictures. Peaches. Peaches. Um. But things begin to spiral when Franklin fails. Has he been in anything else? The, we are also on forward. Yes. It's been a while since I've been able to do that. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah no there, there's nobody home it's just me oh really okay i can be as loud as i want yes even though it's after 11 <laughs> oh so you literally like have no kids there either no that's great okay all right man i think i need to go yeah you go to bed i'm gonna try all right <laughs> have yourself a good one man you too all right, goodbye now. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.